I got a fun game for you. You're in charge of adding a sex scene to any Marvel film. Apart from Eternals, because there's already one in here. You horny bastard. <laughs> Which one are you pointing in? Listen, I think I think we're missing the one that the fanboy fangirls are screaming out for. Um, which is at some point in either in one of the Captain America films. Uh, yeah, him and Soldier. Him and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd I ship it. Or in Endgame, him versus him. Oh. 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 You're talking about I can do this all day. Oh I know. Now now you're talking about language. Um <laughs> Step Captain, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Oh my fuck. Right. I don't think I've ever made Xander laugh that fucking hard. Jesus. Um, so Eternals. Um <laughs> Right, you ready? Yes. Are you sure? No. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Are you no. sure? Are you yes. sure? Are you sure? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are you no. sure? Are you yes. sure? Are you sure? No. Are you sure? Yes. 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 No. Are you sure? Yes. Great. Hello everyone! Right. <laughs> Welcome to the Filming Podcast, where this week we're gonna film you in eternally, which means we're never gonna stop because it's so fucking long. Um, I'm your host, Xander Langwiston, and with me as always is my trusty co-host. It's Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? I'm doing good. That was actually a um a good uh, intro for once. You thank you, you. You actually you actually made it funny. I nailed it. I totally nailed it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say nailed it. You, you, I'd, you I'd kinda, say it was, it was pretty decent. You kind of ruined it by pointing it out, though. So thanks, David. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> and now you're gonna have to keep it in because it's funny that I pointed it out. No. Um. So this week, obviously, we've got the newest Marvel film, Eternals, to talk about. But first, David, I believe there may have been a news or two. That that there has indeed been a news or two. T please I, tell I me. Tell you that much. The news or two. Um, well, one, we got a, a new Morbius trailer. Oh, fuck, we did. That was this week. Yeah. Oh, my God. And not going to lie, I, I I kind of enjoyed it. I, th I think it's pretty good. I disagree. Fun. I think this movie's going to be trash. It's going to be shit, but I thought the trailer was fun. I disagree. Really I, I, disagree. I, just, I, I think it's just going to be another schlocky, dumbass fucking sony marvel movie with some decent action and really cringy dialogue which but have you seen like all the separate references to all the different universes oh yeah it's ridiculous it's How, like insane. there's a like there's a venom verse reference there's an amazing spider-man verse reference there's the Ra a raimi verse reference firmware the mcu stuff yeah it's stupid like, it, it's mental but you know it, it, it what would you do if this is a fucking like you, um, multiverse hopping movie like out of nowhere this is just the first multiverse hopping movie properly like it jumps into a several different multiverses rather than all of them coming into the MCU this just jumps in between them for just for the fucking sake of it like this vampire origin movie for the Marvel Universe is actually just a dimension hopping film I, I genuinely don't know man I kind of hope it is to be completely honest I think that'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> Um, oh, it's legit. They legit didn't show anything 
extra of Matt Smith though. Which it, I was yeah, shocked I'm, at. I'm, I'm sad about because yeah, we, we've I, literally I've just seen we've literally movie. just seen one shot of him in both trailers, yeah. and it's the same shot. Why is it? Why if it, that's the only shot that Matt Smith appears in? I mean, he looks pretty great. So he he does look pretty fucking sexy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. More that's, news. That's, that's something. That's something that happened. Um. Dwayne Johnson wants the Hobbs and Shaw sequel to be the antithesis of the Fast films, which... What do you mean? Do you want it to be good? Do you, mean the, do you mean the antithesis? Antithesis, that's it. I thought so it was David, antithesis. David, if, 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 you, if you want to say those words right, it's not just about um, like saying the words right. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Oh, God. <laughs> Why is he just, like rapping? <laughs> Yo, that, that... This, this man went from WWE to shit Disney movies to an actually good actor to now rapping? Yeah. The man's the man's insane. Um it's actually a good song though. I it actually hypes it, it, me the fuck up. Bit of a banger, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I don't it's usually a bit this of a is banger. the music, but that is that is it's kind of a banger. I don't usually listen to now, rap, what's but... my motherfucking name? Rock! so good sorry yeah that makes sense how wait yeah. how does he want it to be in the antithesis is it just like no more baby boy bitches or like um... what if it's actually narrated and he says fuck <laughs> it's just a sex comedy <laughs> what's, the, op- oh what's my the opposite God. of a car chase action movie mo- it's the fast and furious movie that they wrote in um fucking south park oh is that what that is yeah, that's that's all it's gonna be. It's just gonna be that. Fantastic. I can't remember if it's in South Park or if it's in um, another anime. I know it's in another animated show. They get like the script to the next um, Fast and Furious movie. Oh no, it's in Family Guy. That makes yeah, it's probably Family Guy. Yeah, it's in Family. It, oh, I've just realised it's not Family Guy. It's American Dad. Those shows fucking blend into one for me. American uh, Roger Dad and is... Steve. American, American Dad is actually trash. Oh, I can't. I kind of like American Dad. I'm not gonna lie. I I enjoy it. There's there's some pretty good episodes there. Some some funky tunes. <laughs> um, cool. What's the next bit of news? Yeah. Um. So uh, scream, scream. Um. The, the 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 new movie's coming out in January. It is. You're right. Um. What's the weirdest kind of like crossover or tie-in you could think of that for marketing? The weirdest. The weirdest. What's what's the most like, um, on a, on a, like an actual like doable level, right? I, I'd go with get them sued. I'd go with the Fast and Furious R-rated sex comedy starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, no, it's genuinely um, serious, like okay, genuinely serious. Like think of what companies like to do with movies, like product, um, like products. Are we yeah, product, like, product wise, like um, something in Asda. They'll sell it in Asda. Right, okay. They might do. Um, I don't know, like knives. Uh, no, a scream tie-in cereal called Strawberries and Scream. <laughs> okay, that's actually banging. I really want to eat that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> what what ghost face on the cover? What company is that from? It's from the actual movie company. Oh my! Like the actual movie it's company. An actual made a official thing. It's an actual. Well, it's actually um, from. It's from a serial called like serial place thing called Serial Killer. 
Um, oh and God. they're just doing like a tie-in move, a tie-in thing for the movie. Oh my God! That's uh, cool. It's got go- it's got the ghost face mask behind a a bowl of um, strawberries and scream. That's great. With like the logo on the movie, I all I can think of is though I want berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I love berries and cream. I'm a little lad that likes berries and cream. (laughs) I'm a little lad that loves berries and cream. Literally, though, it's such a fucking weird idea, but you know what? I'm so down for such stupid, wacky marketing. Oh my god, they're in the UK as well. You can get them in the UK. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get some of this just to have the box. Yeah, the box. I don't know when you can get it. But um, it like actually, it's not gonna be out yet. It actually does look dope. It does look dope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 listen, <laughs> it's I, so stupid, but I love it. Listen, I really, really want a box of these. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Crispy marshmallow cereal cluster. Jeez. Yeah, it sounds really nice as oh, well, doesn't it? I really want some fucking cereal now. I love cereal. Do you know what my favorite cereal is at the moment? Go on. Honey Loops. Yeah, I remember you saying actually. Honey Loops are so good. I went to B&M and they had them on offer. They were a pound a box and I got 10 boxes. They're so good. And now they've gone. So my my large purchase was actually a good idea because now you can't find them. You could probably find them online. I know, but then it'd cost more than a pound, wouldn't it, David? True, true, true. Um, Go on. Yeah, I mean, nothing's going to top this... uh, this bit of news. Yeah, no, that that that's like the best news we've had all year, honestly. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like that that's the that's the world's most ambitious crossover. <laughs> Go on. Um so Chris Pratt is voicing fucking everybody apparently, and people are really hating him for some reason now. Yeah, it's because he's um, voicing everyone. He's voicing everyone, so he's starting to voice Mario, and now yes. he's also voicing Garfield for a new animated movie, yeah. and everybody's just hating on him. I like it's so weird that people loved him when he uh, when he was in like Parks and Rec, and then came to Guardians, and now yeah. that he's actually getting work because he's a recognized actor, people fucking hate him. It's also because like people now know about his his uh, political leanings. Ah, uh, yeah, he's a bit of a twat there. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that he's voicing Garfield. Um, yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking weird. I'm actually using him as an example in my uh, uni project at the moment. Um, I'm talking about how voice actors get fucked over by Hollywood. Yeah, and uh, he's, yeah, they do. he's one of the people I'm talking about. Yeah, um, like Charles Martinet is supposed, like, was originally supposed to be voicing uh, Mario for the movie as well. Yeah. Supposedly, um, Charles Manor, the guy who voices Mario and has voiced Mario for, I think, 30, literally 35 years now. Yeah. Like, every time we've heard Mario speak, it's almost always been Charles Manor. Um, And now he's in the movie. He is in the film. He's confirmed in the film, but he's not voicing Mario. That's dirty, like, if you, It's fucking stupid. If he's not, like, he's not even going to be putting on an Italian accent, so just get Charles Manor because he's not going to get a lot more work. He's not going to get anything other than Mario, is he? No, no. Because people only think that he can only voice Mario, so he's just going to voice Mario and Luigi. But, like, I I like Charlie Day as Luigi. I think that works. Because when I think of Luigi, I think of, like, a trash man. And that's, that's Charlie Day to me. He's the trash man. I thought that was literally Danny DeVito. 
I'm the trash man. I go up on the stage and I eat all of the trash. Um. Anyway, yeah, like we, we, we've <laughs> gone off topic. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. It's just a bit annoying that they're doing that kind of shit. Like it, it just sucks that lesser known voice actors aren't getting the time of day. Listen, uh, because of all this shit. You know what I think we should do? Because so, I'm doing I'm doing a conference paper at uni about this, about how voice actors get fucked over. I think I should do that, and then I should fucking um, we should make a video out of it and put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm down for that. I think that'd be a sick idea. Right, continue. Uh, what's the next? Yeah, news? um, just trying to think if there is any. Did we talk about the Uncharted movie? Like the trailer last week? Um, two weeks ago, yes. Two weeks um, ago, okay. And then, uh, and then you brought it up last week, and now you're bringing it up again. Yeah, I, I just can't remember what we talk about. To be honest, mate, all these podcasts just kind of roll into one. <laughs> um, the director of Dune, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Denis Villeneuve. Vene- this guy what? called Dennis. Um, he's not called Dennis. He's called Denis. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> So this guy called Dennis wants to make a um, a third Dune movie as well. He wants to make oh, it into a trilogy. Fuck yourself. Sorry. Sorry. This Which, is... to be fair, with the, like with how much is in the book from what I've heard, a trilogy makes sense. But yeah, man, that second film is probably gonna be fucking trash. Like, I'm I'm not <laughs> going off of like the fact that the first one's really good and so the second one has to be bad. I'm going off the fact that it took so long for this film to be made, and now they're doing a two year turnaround. Like it, it's gonna fail or it's gonna get delayed into oblivion as well. Um, I, th- I think it will definitely get delayed. That's a definite possibility. Um, it's a definite possibility, but it's also a definite possibility that it's gonna be shit. I don't think it will be shit. You never know, man. No, I have so much faith in Denis Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve. I'm gonna slap you. Right. Um, <laughs> what's the next bit of news? Uh, that's it. <laughs> Hooray! Right. That was fuck all. Great. That's what we love to hear. Because now we can talk about the real meat and potatoes of this fucking podcast. Um, we are eternally grateful to have the Eternals in our lives this week. Um, fingers crossed that this, these guys will help us gain some listeners. Um, right. <laughs> that was a bit fourth wall breaking. Hello, hello everyone that's just searched Eternals review on Spotify. This, this yeah. is what you're in for, baby. Um, <laughs> um, right, so Eternals, the newest Marvel film. Um, I'm going to read out the, the thing on IMDb. Oh, no, that was really tiny. Uh, I'm going to read another one on Google. instead. said it's a bit longer. Um, the Eternals, a race of immortal beings with superhuman powers who have secretly lived on Earth for thousands of years, reunite to battle the evil deviants. That's the, dun, dun, dun. That's, the, that's the that's the plot of this goddamn movie. Um, right, where? Well, obviously, right. So we're gonna do non-spoilers first, and then and then we're gonna drift into spoilers so elegantly. Um, but first, non-spoilers. Um, you're not even gonna know there's a spoiler section this time. You're just gonna get boom spoilers right in your face, right in your fucking. F- we're gonna we're gonna spaff spoilers all over you. Okay, I regret saying in your face because now Xander's got that in his head. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll I'll put time codes in the description if you want to skip the skip the spoiler section or anything, or if you just want to skip the whole thing and just get to the um and 
I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Anyway, um, right. The Eternals. Um, yeah. Where do we start? Well, what did you think of it first? So, that, that's the main. That's the main thing I want to know because this is a very divisive movie in terms of like reviews. It is. So currently, it's sat at forty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes it the first ever rotten MCU movie on the Tomato Meter. Um, I say, fuck. Incredible Hulk does all, deserves that. Yeah, uh, and it, but it's also sat at an eighty-one percent audience score. It sat at six point nine on IMDb, which is a nice a, li- a little bit oh yeah nice um a little bit of <laughs> sake, it's a little bit lower than your average marvel film but it's um it's not terrible um yeah it's listen it's this this movie's a mess i i enjoyed it i think it was fine like it it's all over the place it is but at the same time like if I'm just if I'm just gonna break it down into like quick little points, I enjoyed the action. I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, there was some uh, like some funny moments. Uh, Camille Nanjiani is fantastic as always. He's he's, a, he's great in everything he's in. Yeah, he's a wonderful human being. Yeah, I love him to bits. Um, hashtag Camille for for fill me in. Hashtag, hashtag Nanjiani me. <laughs> Nanjiani me in. Yeah. Nanjia me in. Hashtag please respond to our Q mails emails. Oh god. That was the bad one. That, oh, yeah, that no. I've made some, I've made some bad yeah. puns, but fuck me. <laughs> do you want just do you want just leave and I'll just talk I'll just do the review? Listen, if I if I leave, no one will hear you. Cause I'm recording. So Well I mean if you just leave as in, leave the fucking room. Oh, just literally just walk out of the room. Yeah. Right, okay. Just walk out and then just like let me just talk. Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I could do that. Um, yeah. No, right. <laughs> um, so, I, I wrote I wrote a big, long review. Um, I was meant to be doing uni work today, but then um, I wrote 300 words about Eternals. Fuck me. So... Um, normally I leave these to the end, but I'm going to read this now because otherwise I'm just going to end up repeating myself later on. Go on. So, I'm going to let me get my mic set up properly so it's right in front of me so I can still read this. Mmm, saucy. Oh, saucy. Right, okay. This movie is a mess. There are lots of positives to take out of this, but there are just as many negatives. The performances are great all round, and the chemistry between the actors is clearly well built up. They truly feel like a family. The movie is absolutely stunning in every aspect. The cinematography slaps more than it deserves to, and the CGI is impeccable. The tone is on point as well, which is rare when it comes to Marvel films, because they always end up feeling far too funny, but this one keeps the comedy to appropriate times, which was a nice surprise. The movie's slow, but it's actually the slower character moments that I preferred here and quiet moments with the characters stood out the most. But unfortunately, then we come to the problems with the movie. It's structured appallingly, and it just ends up feeling far too long, and when the runtime already exceeds two and a half hours, that's a bad thing. There is a whole villain subplot that feels so unnecessary that even the movie forgets about it for a while. The script is also laughable in spots for having so many separate exposition dumps, 
But this is just a problem with the movie as a whole because it just had so much to do and buckled under the weight of its own expectations. Chloe Zhao is clearly a talented director and I would love to see her direct another movie just with less stuff in it. Overall, I'd rather watch Eternals over a Marvel movie like Black Widow or Ant-Man and the Wasp because this movie actually takes risks. Do they all pay off? No. But I'd much rather watch another Marvel movie that challenges me like this movie does than watch another bland movie about a character I don't care about. Fair enough. I, I honestly completely agree. I like You've you've hit the nail on the head there. Because the, the main things that works really well with this movie, like you said, is the chemistry. Like The actors feel... Like, one, in the opening scene, I I, I could tell that Camille Nunjana was having fun on set. Like, his, yeah. his smile was so cute. It was yeah. really sweet to and see him got, just happy to they, be a part of all this. They, they genuinely feel like a family. Like, the whole yeah, idea do. is that they're a family, family, and they've been apart for, like, five, <laughs> 500 years or whatever, and then they're coming Q, back together to save the world. Cue Fast and Furious soundtrack. I knew you were saying it. I was just trying to go over it. I was just trying to run past it. Um, family. Family. Fuck. Um, yeah, and it, feels, <laughs> and it feels like they're a family, and they're coming back together for, like, an awkward family dinner. Yeah. Because they're all and just fucking awkward around each other. See, that's what, like, Black Widow tried to do. It's, it's done what Black Widow tried to do, but better in that aspect, where it's like it's trying to bring back this family together, and it's just, it didn't work really well in Black Widow at all. Like, yeah. they didn't feel like a family. They didn't feel like, you know, they actually spent a lot of time together as kids. It's just like, oh, hey, I, I, I bumped into you when I was a kid, I yeah. think. Like, they called them dad, but they, they they didn't feel like that. But this, they actually felt like they were a family in an awkward dinner after, like, an awkward reunion. Yeah, exactly. Some of them have kept in touch, some of them haven't. Yeah. And or literally they're just at a funeral. Yeah. It's it's like the funeral episode in Point of Hill House to me. I've still not seen that show. Oh, it's so good. Um, but like, so we get introduced to ten new heroes. That's also where this movie is like There's this is where the characters. movie kind of falters. Yeah, exactly. There's way too much to try and show and to like, this is supposed to be an origin movie of a team, and it should have been... Personally, I, I know this is a bit of a, a weird idea. I don't know how they could have done it, but they could have done this over two movies. Like, introduce some of them in the first one. See, that's it. Marvel, like, just don't, have... Marvel just don't have the schedule for that. Yeah, they just don't have the time to do it. And I completely understand that. There's just like, not enough time to, to die. People in there. There's just not enough time Fuck's to die, sake. mate. But yeah, like there's 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 a lot to dissect in this film in the sense of there's so much character, there's so many characters and there's so many different abilities, so many different backgrounds, so much history there. And they try and show off as much of the important history as possible, but then it just becomes exposition over and over and it's just you don't like you could have done that in a much better way. You could have done it subtly. You didn't have to like scream, hey, this is what happened. Um like the like we'll get into it as well, but there's one like little side story with a character that actually worked quite well. Um, that was kind of subtle until it was thrown in your face, and it's it's nice to see that kind of thing work in Marvel. Yeah, I think that like that moment worked really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like the the subtle character moments and the 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 story of it and all of that, and like the like the actual like background for these people is interesting as fuck 
Yeah, it but is. But then you're throwing in this big Marvel, like, villain story as well. You've got, like, you've got to have action in a Marvel movie. You've got to have a, a bad guy. You've got to have the heroes to save the day. Yeah. And, like, and re- realistically... It feels like two different movies mushed into one. It does. It really does. And one... The, so there's two villains. One of them, I think, works quite well. And the other one does not but yeah so i think i think that out of the two villains one works and it, that's yeah. clearly one of them i i genuinely feel like because there's this movie's got a few writers um it's is it is it is it showing all three? Oh wow there's a lot of writers there are yeah. actually five right four writers on this yeah um chloe Zhao is one of them who's the director and i yeah i'm a hundred percent sure that she's written the good parts of this movie. Yeah. Because No, genuinely because it, like it, that's one thing that really does not work with like Marvel. Whenever you get so many writers in a film in a room, they're not gonna ma- they're not gonna merge well together unless it's um Anthony and something I've forgotten the other guy's name. Joe Russo, and, like the Russo brothers. Joe and Anthony Russo. Yeah. Like those two work really well together and write really well together. The Spider Man team write really well together. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so, right. Joe and Anthony Russo don't write; they just direct. You're talking about um, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. There we go. Those two write well they together write the they've Avengers done it for quite a while. They've, they've done it for quite a while together. Yeah, they have. But this is a new team of writers all working together, and you can tell that there's so many different writing styles. Mm-hmm. Like you can really feel it. Like you can, you can feel like there's a lot more tension with some storylines than there is others, and there's a lot more heart gone into it, and there's a lot more care. Like with the characters, whereas other storylines, it's just, it's just the usual bullshit. And honestly, it's it's just not worth it. Like, yeah, they would have, it would have taken longer for it to come out, but yeah, get get the director to write the entire fucking movie. Do what um, you've done with like for Ragnarok. Yeah, let let one person be as creative as they want to be, and you have a fucking top film on your hands. Um, let, let's talk about the cast. Yeah, cast so, is the, the cast mad. List, the cast list is absolutely insane. So you've got Gemma Chan, yep. Richard Madden, Angelina yep. Jolie, Salma yep. Hayek, Kit Harrington, yep. Kumail Nanjiani, yep. Brian Tyree Henry, Barry yep. Keohane, Don Lee, yep. Bill yep. Skarsgård's one of the voices. And then you've got um, like people that I haven't heard of who are Leah McHugh, who plays Sprite. And Lauren yeah. Ridloff, who plays Makari. Yeah. Um, and everyone's so great. Yeah, they're all fantastic. Everyone's so great. Um, Quick thing, what did you think of Kit Harrington in it? I thought he was really cute. He was really cute. <laughs> it was so fun. He was really cute. Like he's just he's like he's really not the the character you expect him to be at the start. Like when you when you see him at the start, you think oh he's just gonna be the damsel in distress. He's gonna be this knobhead who you don't really give a shit about. I love him. Yeah, he's great. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah, he is. He really is. Um, I think I absolutely love Don Lee. He's the he's the Korean guy from a. Uh, oh, he's amazing. And he's he's great in this. Um, he's so good. And Barry Keohane. Um, he's from, um, what else is he in? He's in fucking, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, and he's phenomenal in that. Who's he play? Um, he plays the tele- telepath. Oh, yeah, I thought it was him for a second. Yeah, and he's, in, Dun- sure he's in Dunkirk as well. That's what I've seen him in. Yeah. 
I was trying to figure it out throughout the entire fucking movie. Like, I noticed, um, like, Don Lee immediately. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. For the entire movie, I was like, fuck is this guy? Why have I seen him? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's really good in this. He is, yeah. He's great. There's a very specific scene where you just, like, you fall in love with that character. Yeah. Um, I really like Brian Tyree Henry. But I kind of yeah, like, I kind of like him in everything, um, yeah. and like like I said, with the comedy aspect, there are like there are clearly characters who are meant to be more comedic. Yeah, um, but that Camille Nanjiani especially Camille Nanjiani, and he brings he brings his uh his valet along. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's actually like, and and he and he even takes part in like the more dramatic moments as well, which is really yeah. nice. Um, that's what i did like like they usually use these comic relief characters only as comic relief and yeah. honestly like these characters have so much more potential you can use these guys in a much more serious and like yeah. somber it's... moment and they do that for once and it works perfectly like these guys are somehow some of the most out there characters because they're just like they are immortal beings imbued yeah. with these superhuman powers they come from the stars millions of miles away um their names are literally eternals and yeah. yet they feel like some of the most human characters we've got in the mcu exactly which is insane and that's down to the great writing some of it yeah but then it's just the film is still st structurally at its core a mess yeah um this is a very interesting Marvel movie, though. Like you said, it takes its risks, and it does. some of them work really well, some of them don't. And yeah. I'm much happier watching this than I was watching, like you said, fucking Aman and the Wasp and Black Widow, because Black Widow, yeah. they're such safe movies. That's exactly like, it. The Those are safe. This standard. This movie is like, not Marvel safe movie you can in make. the slightest. This like, movie Black takes... Widow is as if you put like all the Marvel movies into an AI generator. And then told it to make a script. Yeah, exactly. That's what Black Widow is. It's the safest Marvel movie you can possibly make. It's like the most bog standard factory issue Marvel film. Yeah, and this they are they are taking all the risks, all the way down to fucking runtime because this movie's long. Yeah, and you know, and and it feels long as well. It feels. It doesn't. It does really at times. And it doesn't others. It yeah. does at times. I, but I'm in others, lie, I'm just like. I did check my phone. I didn't. I checked my phone. Like, I checked saw... my phone so many times through like Halloween Kills, even though it's only an hour forty. Yeah, I didn't check my phone once because like when I was starting to like want to check my phone, I something good would happen. Like no, I, the, I, the good writing would come back in. I I looked at my phone once and it was and I still had an hour to go and I audibly sighed. I went, oh no. Like I'm just, I just was not ready for another hour of this. Obviously, I got through it, and um, but and it's not even like it's not even the worst film. It's not a terrible film. It's it's not even like it's it's either high low tier Marvel or it's low mid tier Marvel. But like, I don't think you'd even call it mid tier Marvel because it's that there's so many aspects of this that I that I think are like part beyond even calling it Marvel. Like when when yeah. you say something's like mid tier Marvel, you're like, okay, that's a film's like your Captain Marvel, your Captain America: The First yeah. Avenger, 
and stuff like that. Some of it is artistry. Like, some of it is genuinely beautiful movie. And yeah, that's exactly, what I mean yeah. by, like, it's two movies thrown into one. It is a bog-standard Marvel film and this really interesting character piece about this family that have broken apart and over thousands of years are, start, are finally coming together again and, like, trying to unbreak the bond, like, yeah. trying to fix it again, but there's still shit that they've got to get through along the way. Yeah, exactly. And that movie is so much better than the bog-standard Marvel film that's crammed in there. If you got rid of the whole, like the whole villain plot, you've got a fucking great drama. On yeah, your hands. and it's like genuinely, this movie. Weirdly, I can't believe I'm going to say this. This movie would have, I think, done been better with less action. Yeah, genuinely, if you, it should if have been only a, it action, should have been a character piece. I, I think if the only action you had was right at the end, the final bit where where the where they're building up to saving the world. Um, yeah. Like, I think if that was the only action you had, I think this movie would actually be slightly better because you could cut longer bits out where you're spending more time at certain places and yeah. you're cutting unnecessary scenes out because we've got to have an action sequence here. It's been too long since we've had one and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah. To to totally fucking agree with you, man. I, I genuinely think that this film should have been a character piece with a like a fan like an end like a just a random fucking fight scene at the end because although the fight scene at the end would have brought it down a bit at least it like it just fits into the marvel category of oh it's an action film but like under the under all the action there's a much more interesting and complex film there there is that is so much like more enticing but the thing is would anybody have gone to see it if there wasn't like a bunch of action, people weren't praising about the action being actually genuinely good. And honestly, the action is good. The action is like, good. Although, although I would prefer it without the action scenes, I'm not saying the action's bad. I'm just saying it's overdrawn and it makes the movie feel longer than it should be. Yeah. So that's, and those are the only scenes that I really want to cut out because the character pieces, all, the, all those moments are genuinely like good and they're needed for this movie to work. Yeah. Action sequences aren't. There's, there's a couple action sequences that are needed for the movie to make more sense. So you can't cut out all of them, sadly. Yeah. Or you could rewrite those into different scenes. But they don't really work in the context of the film and the context of the law that has been set up at the very beginning unless it's that action scene. So I, it makes sense that they're there. But yeah. the other ones where nothing fucking happens and they just kill some deviants... It's it's nothing. It, yeah. You don't need it at all. Like, like in other Marvel movies, I'd be defending it. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. it's really fun to watch. Like during one of the many flashbacks that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing is, those flashbacks have some really good content there. Really good. It's OC. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, like there's some really good stuff in those in those flashbacks mixed in with the random shitty, well, not shitty, good action. Yeah, but like unnecessary action exactly it's yeah. so unnecessary to have it all there and you do not need it but um, once again it's a marvel film that you have to you know fit a criteria i'm going to mention one thing before we head into spoilers and that is um yeah the film's marketing um if you watch the trailers i think it would be fair to assume that the main character of this movie was richard madden yeah um but no the main character is actually Gemma chan who is yeah. amazing she's really great she's a really great actress 
Um, I have a problem with the fact that instead of putting the Asian woman at the forefront of the marketing, they put the white man at the front of the marketing. There might be something yeah. to, to read into there. I'm not sure, but it still made, yeah, me, feel, like, made me feel a little icky. Yeah, it is, it is a bit rough that we did that, but at the same time, like, you're gonna you're more likely to go and see a, like a Superman ripoff in Marvel than you are to see someone who can you know just talk, turn stuff into water and shit. Like if the like when it comes to the marketing he, he anyway, so like, your market is powers. He's kind of like the action man, isn't he? Yeah, your your market is powers primarily because the whole thing of Marvel is it's an action franchise, it's an action you know universe. Yeah, and so who's got the most at like bog standard action movie powers? The guy with fucking laser eyes and like can fly. So I understand why they did it in the sense of, you know, just getting people more interested in like the action of it. But yeah. if they were to do like introducing the characters, they should have like Gemma Chan should be like the main priority in that trailer because she's got the most story here. She does, she does. Um, right, I'm more than happy to go into spoilers. Yeah, me too. Not much right. else I can really say. Okay, cool. So we're going to head into the spoiler section now. If you have not seen this movie, go away and watch it and then come back to listen to the spoiler section. If you don't care, then carry on. But if you have seen it, then also carry on. Um, right, uh, I'm going to leave the spoilers. I'm, I'm, I'll leave time codes in the description. So if you want to skip the spoiler section and go to the recommendations, then you can do. And here's the spoiler section. And now... Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> People fucking this movie. <laughs> Literally, like in the opening when um it was like showing like doing the uh the whites of PG at twelve A. Um there was sex and like on it and my, my screen would start to get a bit like a bit more full. And loads of people were just like, wait, this there's sex in this film? There's sex in it? <laughs> like I, I I heard one guy just like is this a porno? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bone. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah, like it, out of nowhere, just a sex. I was like, oh right, I guess, I guess, I guess I'm, I guess I'm watching two people fuck. Right, I, I've got a game. I don't know when. I got a fun game for you. Go on. You're in charge of adding a sex scene to any Marvel film, any MCU film. Apart from Eternals, because there's already one in here, you horny bastard. <laughs> Which one are you pointing? Oh, that's actually a, that's a rough one because, you know, Marissa Tomei is in, you know. <laughs> oh, um. Just can I can I just say you're not in the sex scene. You're just adding <laughs> a sex. Yeah, scene. I know. I get to watch Marissa Tomei. Right, okay, okay, great. You know, just... fuck it, yeah, Far From Home and Happy Fucks Marissa Tomei. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, when, when he, yeah, when he calls her when he's in, like, fucking Italy or something, <laughs> she, she has, she's like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. That was a great answer. <laughs> I feel like I could, you, you're going to try and beat it now, but you're not going to be able to. This. Unless <laughs> you, you just randomly say Endgame, Thanos, Thanos fucks Iron Man. Um, with a snap of his finger, he's inside him. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's literally just Infinity War. It's what everybody wanted to happen in Infinity War. Iron Man goes like Iron Man goes up his ass. That's the sex scene. Um, 
No, I'd, I'd want it to be in Doctor Strange when he figures, first figures out how to do the finger portals. Um, he walks through it no, to try and find no. Rachel McAdams and she's boning some other doctor. And he, okay. as he gets through the portal, he's like, oh no! When you immediately said finger portals, I thought you were going to say something about that. He actually just puts a thing, like a portal through her. <laughs> And just split it just, in half. She's just at work. She's like, "Oh, oh, what, what is that?" <laughs> Performing surgery. He's like, "Oh, is that oh. Sonny? Okay, you're just happy to see me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Ooh. Let's do this to more more movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we want one in Avengers: Age of Ultron when Black Widow and Hulk are like. <laughs> Uh, Hulk's like, oh, I just used up all the hot water. And she's like, oh, I should have hopped in with you. And he's like, and then the, then it flashes to them having sex in the shower. No, it's, in, it's, it's just in the first Avengers when he, like, she's trying to calm him down. He's just like, calm down, big guy. She just immediately gets ploughed by Hulk. <laughs> all, all, you, all you see is his face. Do the, do the rock face with the big eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Um, the sus face. Yeah, the sus face. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, Either that, or you just shove it in um, in any DC movie. But heroes don't do that. <laughs> Listen, I think I think we're missing the one that the fanboy fangirls are screaming out for, um, which is at some point in either in one of the Captain America films. Uh, yeah, and Winter Soldier. Him and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd ship it. Or, in Endgame, him versus him. Oh. 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 You're talking about... I can do this all day. Oh, I know. Now now you're talking about Changwich. Young. Um. <laughs> Step Captain, I'm stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> 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 no! Oh. oh my fuck! Right. I don't think I've ever made Xander laugh that fucking hard. Um, Jesus. So, so Eternals. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh fuck! Fuck me! Right. Um. <laughs> so let. Um. Uh, do you want to start with the post credits before we forget? Yeah, we might as well. So we've got Harry Styles in the MCU as Thanos' brother. Yeah, um, he's he's a great. He's actually a good actor. Yeah, so he's a really good actor, and I'm I'm very excited. To he's see in him. Um, Dunkirk, isn't he? He is in Dunkirk. Yeah, he's, he's really good in Dunkirk. He's so really good I'm, in that. I'm down for it. So um, I'm genuine. So basically, we've got another um, we've got another mo- like another franchise with um, Harry Styles and um, Tom Hardy in. What? Yeah, because they're both in that movie. They are? Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah. Well, exactly. Tom Hardy's not in the MCU technically yet. Well, he he actually is, officially. Um, because there's, like he gets transported into the MCU. It, I think that's also technically considered spoilers. Well, we are in the spoiler section. section. Fuck. Um, exactly. <laughs> you're out of line, but you're right. Um, <laughs> See, we didn't tell you what spoilers for what. Li- Don't <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> Um, I thought you were gonna go for more like um, you know, Harry Styles and Barry Keegan, Keegan. 
who are who are both in the movie Dunkirk and are both in Forgot the movie Eternals already. So. Forgot already. Wow. Um. Yeah. Um. I I think yeah, and we get Pat and Oswald as yeah. as some sort of goblin creature. Yeah. Some some goblin. Um, what's he? What's he actually? What's his character is actually? Actual Fuck to find out, mate. I don't. I I literally know nothing about the Eternals in general, so I don't know um, if these guys are part of Eternals lore or he, something. He's called Pip the Troll. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got that, and then the second end credit scene, um, like gives us our first slight look at the Black Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who Peter is Harrington? Um, who is um... apparently in five fucking movies. Yeah. Um, he, he's signed a five movie contract. What a guy! I know, but apparently, so did Selma, Selma Hayek sign off on multiple films, and she fucking died in this one. Yeah, she's so, gonna appear in another film, most likely, just as like a force ghost. A force ghost. Yeah. Um, Star Wars is in this movie too. Do, do you know? Do you know what? What else was in that final post credit scene? What? Do you know someone spoke to Kit Harrington? Yeah, I didn't recognize the voice. Um, it was actually revealed by both Kit Harrington and Chloe Zhao that that is our first official appearance of Mahershala Ali's Blade. Ooh. Yeah. That's which, interesting, actually. Which now actually probably means that Kit Harrington is going to be in the Blade movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. So... Does, that, does that mean that Blade is going to be in the Moon Knight series as well? Um... Moon, I, I've heard that he was going to appear in the Moon Knight series. I've heard. That. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Moon Knight series in general. I've been avoiding like anybody talking about the series. I've been trying to avoid anything because I just want to see the show. Like I'm excited for Hawkeye because it looks fun, and apparently it's going to be. Um, it's actually it's not going to forget that he was Ronin and all the people that he killed as Ronin. Yeah, and it's actually going to come out like it, Ronin's going to come back again in a way. In a sense, like it, he's gonna have to deal with that shit, so he can't just get away with it. Which usually Marvel movies just let them get away with what they've done in past movies because it's just like, oh well, they're this guy now though. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they've they've confirmed that that's happening as well. So I'm I'm glad that we get to see something from that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's gonna be cool. So I like I'm trying to avoid hearing anything like any character appearances from the series because i want to just experience them yeah that's fair yeah um what else do we want to talk about right so the villains yeah we've got a deviant that steals powers and is sort of evolved who's fucking shit and yeah. then we've got richard madden who's like you know what i've served the these big guys for ages so of course i'm gonna let them destroy the planet um yeah. who's which makes sense yeah and he's really good he works really well although i did uh, literally the second i saw him coming i was like oh so he's gonna be the main villain genuinely as soon as he flew into london in that first scene yeah. and, and, <laughs> was like, and was like where, where did you come from it's like, i saw the earthquake it was like i came to check on you it's like that's bullshit um yeah you're, you're the villain dude yeah the, you, we know you're the villain we know it we know you're the villain yeah. it's fine it's honey honey it's fine we know you're the villain it's fine um but he's but still good at it also the fact that the trailers fucking spoil the fact that her that him and salma hayek had a conversation and then when they didn't have the conversation when we met her she was dead i was like hmm so he knew already yeah. 
That's See, interesting. See, the thing is, I also haven't watched all the trailers for this, so I just it was, didn't no, know about like, that. I, no, I've been seeing that it. trailer every time I went to the cinema because they've been really marketing this movie. And it was I've like not been the to first, the cinema that much. It's that first moment in the in the trailer, in, in the in the in the trailer, and she's like, "Yeah, we've got seven days." Yeah, I think ends. I think I've been getting to the cinemas pretty like late, like halfway through the trailers. Yeah, no, but like that's fine for you. But as someone yeah. who watch watches the trailer once and he's like oh that's really cool and then goes to the cinema a lot and sees the trailer a hundred more times you kind of remember shit that happens yeah no that's so, that's fair enough but even even without that i was able to guess that he was the fucking villain just from that the second he landed is so obvious yeah like they're trying to do this interesting twist villain and it's just really obvious like the amount of times that we've seen that kind of shit in marvel it's just it's genuinely just becoming like all blending into one in a sense in like the worst way possible and it's annoying yeah. I, like then like this movie takes risks and i wanted to take more i want more movies to take risks that's why i'm that's more why i'm excited for like far from home than anything else like yeah the crossover is called the movie oh no cool, way home no way home if no way home um like i just i'm wanting more risks from marvel i think that like doing all that kind of thing is really good like fucking venom 2 has taken a risk like a couple here and there. Venom 2 took zero risks. It took the risk of introducing it into the MCU, finally. That is not G- a give risk. It, give it. That's, that was, that was it's, just it's an a money maker. That was an inevitability. Yeah, true. But yeah, no, like, I'm I'm excited for more risk in Marvel, though, because whenever they've done it, like, Thor Ragnarok is the most risky movie that they could have made. Yeah. Because it's just a comedy. And it fucking works so well. I'd say this is riskier because this is a... a This is a drama. This is a human drama. Yeah. And that's like, that's risk. This is riskier, but it doesn't take as many risks as Thor Ragnarok did. Because they had to completely reshape that character. They did? They had to, like, they genuinely, like, rewrote Thor as an actual likable person now. Rather than this dumb fuckhead. You big, With a really... fat, you big fat head. But he don't have glorious hair. Um, yeah, like, it's just... I'm just excited for more Marvel, finally. Like, they, like Shang-Chi took um, a, a couple risks here and there, but not too many. It was, it was still kind of bog-standard Marvel. But just really good bog-standard Marvel. It was, it was really good bog-standard Marvel, but it took the risk of, like, you know introducing new characters um, that most people haven't heard about before. And it also had like a couple of risky moments here and there as well. It just in general throughout the movie. And that was really good. I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. Yeah. But this, I, I've enjoyed more than Shang-Chi just because I prefer when Marvel are like a little bit, you know, you know what, let's experiment with this a bit more. Yeah. When they're experimental, I love it. Even if it's bad, even if it doesn't work 100% of the time, I still love it because I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah, I think that's exactly how you describe this movie, experimental. Yeah, it's, it's an experimental movie, and it works most of the time, but then the bog-standard Marvel shit comes in, and it ruins it. Um, I can't believe they fucking killed off Don Lee. Like, listen, I I saw the cast... When, when they announced the cast at, like, um, fucking D23 a few years ago, and he came out, I was like, holy shit, 
I know who this guy is. He's fucking amazing. Oh no, they're not gonna use him. They're not gonna use him to his full potential, and he's definitely gonna die first. And then what happens? Well, he didn't die, die first. first. He fuck. Listen, Salma Hayek was already dead, and she came back later in the movie so we can see how she died. My guy died but first, and he was fucking amazing. He, look at he look was at my guy. He was still a fantastic character in the film, though, so he didn't waste him at least. Because nine percent of the time, they would waste a great arc like that. But he he wasn't wasted because he had such a great storyline. And also, Angelina Jolie was actually fucking good in this movie. She was good in this movie. I was expecting it to be shit. The, I think that's why they introduced that other villain. Like, so late. Literally, they start the final battle with Richard Madden. And then the other guy comes in and he's like, oh, now I'm here. And they're like, fuck, what do we do now? They legit, they look at each other like, yeah. what happens now? And then um, I, I genuinely feel like they just wrote that in because they got Angelina Jolie to be this character and was like, we need to write something for Angelina Jolie to do. We've got to do yeah. that. Because she didn't really do much else. Like, she had yeah. really, like, she had a heartbreaking character moment early on with the fact that she had the, um, I forgot what it's called. It's such a fucking weird name. Bad Weary or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a shit name for a fucking disease of loot of your memories all cramming into one. Yeah, it it was but, whatever um, it was. It was a shit name. Yeah, but like that that was a like a pretty shitty moment. And then Don Lee comes in and has his character moment through that, but that didn't do anything for her character. But then him dying was the enticing moment for her to be like a better person and be a better character. And then they actually had to, so they had to do something for her as well. So. They had to kill off Don Lee for her to have a good character moment as yeah, well. Yeah, which makes sense. Which makes sense. You're it really good. does. Yeah. It really does. And I, I'm really sad that Don Lee's dead. I'm hoping they somehow bring him back in some way because he, is, he has so much potential as an actor and I'm hoping to God this gives him more work because I've only re I've only watched um, Trains Busan and this with him. I haven't watched anything else, I don't think, as far as I'm aware. But what I have seen him in He's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah I've, I've not seen anything that he's in. Um, what else? What else did I mention in my review that we can kind of discuss more now? Um, tell you what, whilst you're finding that, I will. I'll talk about the um the character movement that I really enjoyed. That like, yeah was subtle as well like so the sort of storyline i mentioned earlier was um oh, like i've forgotten the fucking character's name the the kid let me let me sprite. find it hold on sprite why did i forget sprite like sprite's character is in love with um richard madden um liam McHugh's character sprite is in love with richard madden's character icarus icarus and Icarus. Um, not they literally say it in the movie. It's Icarus. I know. I said it just to annoy you. Fuck you. I'd, I'd love doing it. Dying, yeah, it, dying a like, hole. She's she's in love with Icarus, and it delves into like this really interesting thing of she's an eternal. She's lived for a thousand years, but she can't be with Richard Madden because she's in the body of a child still. Yep. And I'm really glad that they didn't, they didn't do the really creepy thing of just like, well, she's a thousand years old. She can be. It's like, no, she can't because she's in the body of a child, no matter what. Like, that's, 
that's just bad and it's yeah. it delves into the human like into like the human uh, the, the, the humanizing elements of this movie it does it, yeah. it just really it really helps with making this feel like a drama once again and Camille and Johnny's um like role in that storyline is really good and it that's is, where yeah. his seriousness comes out because he's a really good serious actor and i think but he's also really funny and i think his his character term when when they say he all the way through he like because basically what they find out is that they've lived for not just thousands of years but for millions of years yeah um on different planets and in they build up the planet build up the population enough so that a celestial has enough power to be born a celestial is born inside the planet and rips it apart and so they they find this out and decide no we love this planet we're going to save it and richard madden goes crazy and says no i of course like we have to do this um and camille nanjiani is like listen i don't want to fight any of you but i'm i agree with him i think we should do, i think we should just leave it i thought think we should just let this happen i'll see you on the yeah. next planet and he leaves he just doesn't he's just not in the final section and I think that's a really interesting choice because he's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I just don't believe what you guys believe, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna fight you for it. So I'm just gonna exactly. Walk away. And once, once again, that's another thing of this movie taking risks. Yeah, like this movie takes risks in the fact that you don't have to have every single person that's been throughout this movie in the like the end battle. Yeah, and it worked really well with his character because like yeah he just didn't believe in that he's just you know he didn't want to fight his family he he loved them and so he didn't want to hurt them and it's just oh, he's such a he's such a good actor man he is, he is i'm so glad he's like i'm really glad he's in this universe because i want to see more of him because yeah. he's actually really good in this i was the main person i was excited to see in this was him yeah and see, now it like it was worth it just for his moments see that's it i'm i'm actually weirdly i don't think i'm really not certain that this movie's gonna get a sequel i'm really not but um, that, this is where i hope this movie gets a series not yeah, a sequel would... just as a tv series because there's so much more you can so many more stories you can tell with these characters clearly yeah, they've said, th and they've also said in the credits that the Eternals will return, so they've definitely got yeah, plans. They, um, yeah, they've I got just, plans for the Eternals I think, again. I genuinely think they'll just probably turn up, like some of them will turn up in a Guardians film or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we're going to see... I reckon Eternals, Eternals 2 will come out again. Do you think? I, I reckon in a few years Eternals 2 will come out, and it'll be uh, Chloe Zhao again. Um, directing, but hopefully they'll have figured out that she needs to write the entire thing as well, and that having four writers with very clearly different um, like I think wants for this movie. They'll they'll probably. I think to be fair, if they did do a sequel though, I think it would be a whole lot better and easier to write because you don't have to like have that baggage of introducing everything. Exactly. There's so much more you can do with it because you've introduced the characters now, and that's where. That's where this movie has it hardest. Yeah, it's just you have, you have to introduce all of these, like these ten heroes, ten heroes plus and the kill two off, plus the idea of celestials. Yeah, and what they bring to the universe. Because like we've seen celestials here and there, 
but, but not like weeks much. Realistically, not completely set around it. Realistically, we needed to have another movie uh, much earlier on. Do some of the heavy lifting for this movie. Um, oh yeah. So, so that like, then this movie a, show up in a movie previously. So that this movie had a slightly easier job. Yeah. Um, but rather than like the first time we've seen these people have the Eternals show up to fight Celestials in another movie, probably in like a, in a Guardians film if they could have. Yeah. Just because it would have made the most sense in that, like it would have made the most sense for them to fight like Celestials in the in Guardians, and then set this a little bit before that where you can have this really interesting like storyline with them fight like literally killing a celestial and yeah. stopping the emergence cuz they they've set up a big fucking thing for the MCU here as well. Yeah. They they've set up the ne- they've set up the next huge villain. Which or at least just... what I hope is the next huge villain. Um the celestials. Yeah. Yeah. Well like that's what I wanted to talk about the the CG, it looks amazing. Yeah, and and the the cinematography when they go and talk to the uh, the Celestials, uh, what's the big beautiful. one called? Arisham. Uh, Arisham. Yeah, Arisham or Arisham. Um, that looks amazing. That looks yeah. so good. There was a shot in the trailer of of Arisham. I think I might know which one you're on about because I remember seeing it in the movie. There you go, that one. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That fucking shot in the trailer. Cause they it's so like, foreboding. They say, like, we deal with the Celestials. Who are the Celestials? And then it shows that picture. And yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, that looks pretty. And it looks so good. And the entire movie is that pretty as well. Yeah, like, that's, it really is. Um, that's one thing I was expecting to not continue throughout the film. I, I thought that, like, it was going to be... Like, I thought the CGI was going to be great in some sections with those guys and then horrible in others. Yeah. But no, it's it's beautiful throughout the movie. It is. It, it really is. It helps because this is a very CGI-heavy movie. There's a it lot is. that goes into it. Like, Angelina's, Angelina Jolie's entire power... Like, all of their powers just rely on CGI completely. Yeah, they But do. Angelina Jolie is the most because it's literally just two CGI and, swords. And the Deviants as well. The Deviants are full yeah. of CG. And they look great. No, they look incredible. And, yeah. like, when it's healing itself, it's fucking cool And yeah, there's so many, like, moving parts to it as well. Yeah, it looks dope. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunch of tendrils. It kind of reminds me of, like, the Demogorgon, but if it was all, like, veins. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that, I see that. Um, but because of all the problems, I'm struggling to sign a give this movie more than a six. I'm I'm gonna give the movie a seven, okay. more because I think the character moments work so well, and I like the risk that they took yeah. with it. I thought like the entire drama around the entire family and everything around that is really good, but the action lets it down. Even though the action's good, it's not needed in this particular Marvel movie, which is yeah. weird to say. There's so a, I'm definitely I'm giving it a seven, yeah. but it's I it's think a low seven. I might mine was almost a five point five, but in talking about it with you now, I'm I am sort of leaning towards a six more. So I am gonna give it a six. Yeah. Um so it's a passing grade, but it's like there are a lot of I appreciate Could definitely the, be better. I appreciate the risk and I want them to take more of them. But obviously if you take risk then it's not always going to pay off. 
Yeah, and why, that's okay. Which is why it's a risk, and th- this one just didn't pay off it fully. That's okay, and that's okay. That's what like DC is starting to do now. They're just primarily taking risk. Yeah, and I I respect that. Although I'm not the biggest fan of DC films, but like Zack Snyder's Justice League, a four hour fucking superhero movie was a risk, and it worked out pretty well. It did. It did. It's a good like movie. fucking the Batman is looking to be a kind of risky movie. Yeah. Like all all these films are looking to be kind of risky. Like they they've gotten over copying the MCU format. Yeah, they have. And they're starting to do their own thing, and that's what I want Marvel to do now. I want them to move away from the MCU format and take risks again, because they took risks early on by just introducing all these characters and then having a big fucking like showdown yeah but then it started to become like you know just it's like copy and pasting over and over again yeah and some films did take risks like captain america and the Winter soldier took risks with the fact it's a fucking spy espionage film yeah and endgame like infinity war took risks by killing off so many characters i mean, I mean you're forgetting about guardians of the galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy took risks by just being Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. Yeah, a huge, a huge Galaxy. Thor Ragnarok took a lot of risks by re like reshaping Thor as a character in its in itself, and it worked. It pays off. It doesn't always pay off, but it does at, at the same time. Like there'll be bits of the movie that work, bits of the risk that work, and bits of the risk that don't, and that's where you like you re you rework it and you take more risks. You just add it on top of each other until you've got a fucking interesting movie that even Scorsese would go and see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably would. He probably would. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he'd go and see this and he'd think, he'd think it's really interesting because it's a character piece more than anything else. Um, I'm kind of done. Yeah, me, me too, to be honest. Sick. Right, bye. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, altogether, it's a mess, but we're giving it a passing grade. Um, David's giving it more than that, but I think, yeah, it's slightly more. I'm, I'm interested. I'm not going to go to the cinema to see it again. But when it comes on, Disney, when it comes on Disney Plus, I am going to watch it again. Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. Yeah, I'll watch it again just for the Camille Nanjiani moments, <laughs> if anything. Right, and Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington's great. I forgot to say how how great Kit Harrington is, but he's genuinely really fun in this movie. He's, it's really sad good. he's not there. He's he's barely there, but when he is there, he's yeah, he he's sort, such a lovely person. He sort of bookends the movie, doesn't he? Yeah, he he literally does bookend the movie. He's there. He's literally like, if if he was a book, he'd be the two. He'd be the cover in the blurb, and he'd be one page in the very middle. In he, like a four hundred page book. Yeah, he is one page in the middle as well. He'd be two hundred and one. He'd be page two hundred and one <laughs> with just a FaceTime. Shall we? That's uh, it. He was just on FaceTime. Should we bring that back the people from the spoiler section? Uh, nah, fuck them. They don't get to see the end of the podcast. Wow, that's crazy. Because I actually just left that in. So Good. They just heard you say that. Um, welcome back to the people from the spoiler section. We're here. Um, fuck you. Wow. David, do you want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Do, do, do you want to go first? Because I, I can't think of anything right now. Um, well, I've literally got fucking nothing. So. Oh, sick. Um, Listen, I, I mean, I can, I can sell a quick game. That's about it. You know what? Min, min, 
we'll do really quick recommendations this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend a game that was on PS Plus called Knockout City. It's just dodgeball of a game, but with double jumps, gliding, and it's actually kind of fun. It's an EA game. I expect it's a fucking hate it because it's EA, but it's pretty good. Uh, Xander, download it. It's it's PS Plus. It's free, man. Like it's cool. Go on, come play it. It's fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna recommend you a movie I watched about one three hours ago. <laughs> um, and it's a movie called. Have you ever heard of a movie called Marquee? Mm, maybe. It's a French film from 1989. I believe I actually have because of um independent history. Independent filmmaking in history. Right. Um, I'm just going to Google it to see what comes up when I when I Google this movie. Well, when I search for movie marquee, it comes up with like a cinema. Um. Yeah, okay. So marquee is spelled M-A-R-Q-U-I-S. If you just put... It's it, from 1989. So put marquee 1989. Yep, got a right. Um, and if you go on images for me, oh god. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if you want to look at the uh, yeah, eight... I'm looking at the third image. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, listen. This is this movie. This movie's really, really fucking weird. Um, a man talks to his oh. penis. Is there a moment where he gets a blowjob as well? Yeah, there is, and it's fucking yeah, nuts. Yeah, because I can see. Yeah, this Cause movie's because I, I can because I can see that moment right now. Yeah, yeah, this movie's fucking bananas, and it freaked me the fuck out. So I wanted you to in, be a part of this as well. You can find the whole thing why on does YouTube. He look like, you can find. Why the does whole... he look like my Discord profile picture? Um, that that's genuinely the first thing I thought of when I saw <laughs> um, meat. But yeah, this movie's bananas. It's 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 not good, but it's wild. And if you watch it with friends, you'll have a great time. It, the whole thing's on YouTube. You can find it. It's like an hour twenty long. Um, go and watch it. Have fun and report back. Uh, because genuinely, I want more people to see this because it's so wild. So we're done. We're done. We did a podcast. Fuck yeah, finally. Um, that is gonna how do it for take, this week. How did that take less time than the actual fucking movie? Unreal. We actually we can actually put this podcast together twice, and it would still be shorter than the movie. Um, so damn, was this just go. an hour? Yeah. Fuck me, man. Um, how do we pad the runtime? We don't have to pad the runtime. Content. Um, Content. So yeah, thank you so much to everyone for listening. If you want to hear more from us, heading over to our Facebook and our Instagram accounts um, where we post uh, weekly clips the, with posters made by our wonderful uh, good friend, Joe Cook. I can 100% tell you what the clip is going to be this week then. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. No spoilers. <laughs> um, David, thank you so much for being here. Ah, thank you for having me. I actually no somewhat enjoyed seeing the movie. Hey, that's good. Um, yeah. Next week, we've got something fun planned. So um, make yeah. sure you're here for it because it's going to be a good one. And... Yep. Um, Oh, also, I should definitely plug this. Um, I'm part of a new podcast. Yeah, don't know. I don't know how that um, happened. Don't know how someone else wanted me. But um, what? yeah, um, our our um, a friend of the show, Tom Mason, who's going to be appearing in a few weeks. 
um um we've we've worked on together on some things before but he um he wanted to start up a new podcast about what we do in the shadows like a weekly recap of the shows the shows in the universe and the movie so episode one which is where we talk about the movie is up at the moment i'll leave a link in the description and um that this we're, we're going through we're working our way through the tv show wellington paranormal which is in the what we do in the shadows universe um so th- and that that episode the first episode of that will come out next week i believe so uh yeah it's called what we hear in the shadows there you go that's fun can't believe you're cheating on me i know i can't believe it either um listen. you fucking slut <laughs> um so yeah go and check that out i'll leave a link in the description um and no t- don't go check that out tell tom that i sent you right don't don't go check it out. Fuck you, dude. Santa's cheating on me. <laughs> he hasn't even... This is the first I've actually heard of this as well. I thought I told you last week. No, you didn't. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, bro. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> right. We will see you next week, guys, for that special episode. Um, stay safe, everyone. And uh, goodbye. Cheers, Amber. Do you, do you not want to do your bye thing? No. <laughs> not this time. You don't deserve it. Oh, no. David, I love you. Ah, Satan. Yeah, Satan. Yeah, God, God, I can change. Yeah, I can change. I can change. I know I've been a dirty little bastard. Yeah, you fucking have. You see, my parents were sometimes abusive, and it made a prick of me. But I can change, I can change. You can't, you can't blame your mum leaving you on this. Oh my god, are you actually angry? Nah, I'm just joking. Thank god. That, that, <laughs> that sounded angry. Fuck. Dude, I'm sad you didn't tell me already. I actually genuinely thought I did tell you last week. Nah, it's alright, man, nah. <laughs>